Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. Today, we actually have a special guest on the podcast, my very own mother, Jill Witt. You want to say hi to the podcast? Hello, podcast listeners. My mom is a faithful podcast listener to us and a bunch of other podcasts, so it only seemed fitting to have her on today. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are really excited to have Jill with us today when... We are obviously, as you read the title, talking about health and fitness, and when we asked you guys on Instagram if you had questions about this, we got a lot of responses, so I think this episode is going to go well, because a lot of people are interested in it. Yeah, we had had a lot of exciting responses, and a lot more questions sent in than we have for normal episodes, so hopefully we will provide. No pressure, Mom. There's a lot of people out there. Um, anyway, mom, do you want to just start off by just sharing a little bit about yourself, um, our family, and maybe just a little bit about your testimony? Absolutely. Well, thank you ladies for having me on today. I am excited to be here and I hope I can answer those questions that you have. But before we get into that, let's talk about myself and kind of where I'm coming from so you can understand. I am a wife and a mother of five lovely children, Addie being my oldest, and my current role is to homeschool those children as well as to work in a homeschooling um, online school, providing that service for some other children that are out there as well. And my testimony is, um, I don't know if it's too exciting, but I accepted Jesus in my heart at a very young age. I can still remember Bible school. I'm not quite sure my age, um, but I can still remember the room that I was in where I accepted Jesus into my heart. And I probably lived a pretty superficial Christian life for a few years, um, just kind of going through the motions of what I thought Christianity should look like. And then when I was in college, I got a little more serious um, about my faith. I was kind of introduced to some individuals that invited me to a Bible study and I jumped all over that and really dove into the Bible and um, then just really solidified my faith and was an all-in Christian Mm. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of Christians out there and a lot of our listeners can kind of identify and relate to your testimony because there Everyone has a different story, but I think there are a lot of people out there who just, God is slowly sanctifying them over time, especially growing up in Christian homes. But so our topic today is fitness. So what kind of got you interested and passionate about this topic? Well, it kind of starts with, you know, back when I was in high school, I was a runner like both of you were, and I ran cross country and I ran track and I was pretty passionate about it. Um, which led me into the field of physical education in college where I earned a degree in that and I taught physical education for a few years. After I had Addie, I knew I didn't want to be full-time in the schools and so I took a job as a fitness director at the local Y, which um, was a part-time job and I could bring Addie to um, daycare during 
the times I worked. So it was a very fitting job. And so I had that job for a few years as well. And then after leaving that and having more children, I've taught many, many fitness classes kind of on the side gig. And I'm still teaching classes, some here at our swimming pool. And then also I will do some at the local health club as well. So I've kind of still dabbling into that as well. Um, as watching my children run now and kind of seeing that aspect of fitness too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I joke that my mom has definitely got us into running and all of that because she's the one that how many swimming lessons did I attend that you taught? Yes. Many swimming lessons. Um, she's, well, she was probably too young, but she's probably been totaled along to a few five K's and I have done a few marathons in my life and that was kind of taken on in college. Um, they had a marathoning class that you could take, and so I kind of got interested in that too. So, yeah. So, blame my mom for our psycho fitness. I've heard <laughs> stories from Addie of her being used in swimming lessons before. <laughs> no, I got used in lifeguard training classes. I'd be the dummy that had to drown, <laughs> and then they would all come and save me. I kind of uh, enjoyed it, not gonna lie. Oh, anyway, geez. digressing a little bit, but um, so what do you think the world is? telling us about our health and fitness in particular today? Well, I think when I look at the world and you talk about health and fitness, um, what we see is a lot of photoshopped bodies, a lot of photoshopped images of women and men trying to achieve the perfect physique. Um, I also see a lot of comparisons going on and whoever has the best body kind of has a one-up on another person in this world. And so then we compare ourselves with others and we think we need to work out so that we can look good and that we can one-up the person that's beside us. So sometimes health and fitness can get a very bad name in the Christian world because of that image that a lot of people see out there with health and fitness. Yeah, I definitely agree with that and just how the whole world perceives that, like being in sports and just, I don't know, I felt a lot of that like in public school, like just in like locker room settings and stuff. Not that anyone was ever mean to anyone or said anything, but that is always there in the back of everybody's minds. But so with the whole way the world thinks about it, what does God think about this way of thinking and fitness today? Well, great question. Let's go to God's word and let's see what he does think about it. Let's go first to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. Um, so 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great verse. I think the last part of that kind of speaks to what God is saying to us. God looks at the inward appearance and not the outward appearance. So let's go to the New Testament now. Since we spent some time in the Old Testament, let's go to 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 3, and see what um, is being told to us in the New Testament. Okay, so I have 1 Peter 3, 3, and it says, Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. All right, so that kind of sounds to me like God's telling us the same thing there, that we we do not need to be concerned about what we look like on the outside, but we should be more concerned about what we look like on the inside. 
So does that mean we can turn off this podcast right now and say <laughs> we don't need to work out, we can lay on the couch all day and eat whatever we want and um, never set foot doing anything physical? Well, I think I would lead into some different thought processes there that I don't think we're off the hook quite that easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you said, God obviously doesn't look at what we look like on the outside, but he still like created us and everything. So as Christians, should we care about working out? Well, I think that's where I'm going to go next. And let's go back to the Bible as well. And we can go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12 says, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by everything. And then verse 19 through 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Okay, so that verse is going to talk to us a couple different points. We read the verse 12, and then we jumped to 19 and 20. And I think the first thing we need to point out is that our bodies are a holy temple. Since we are New Testament believers, we are the temple, and Jesus dwells in our temple. And I think that means we need to take care of that temple. We need to take care of that by caring a little bit about our bodies, not on the outward appearance, but on what's inside of our body. And if we don't care for our body... You're just going to think about it. You're, you know what it's like the day you've sat around all day on the couch or the day that you ate junk food all day. You just feel yucky and you feel horrible and it's hard to get yourself up and to get moving. So if we never took care of our bodies, our bodies are going to be useless, are not as useful, maybe I should say, to God. We're not going to have the energy that we need to do the work that God is asking us to do and the more we don't take care of our body, the more of disease and just different things that come into our bodies that if we're taking care of it, we, for the most part, will probably have better health and for the most part, we'll be able to serve God in a better way because our bodies are being taken care of. Um, and that first verse, that part that is lawful, everything is permissible. So, like, I don't think God ever tells us that we can't eat a certain thing or that we have to do a certain workout, but yet we know what is beneficial to us. And everybody's health and fitness journey can look a little bit different, but everybody should care enough about their bodies that they're going to want to do something about it. And I kind of look back, and how has health and fitness evolved? Like, a 100 years ago, we didn't have gyms that we had to go to because people's lifestyles were completely different than they are right now. They were out in the fields and they were picking their gardens and they were making bread by hand and their arms were getting workouts and their legs were getting squats just by the, the physical things that they've done. But as our lives have gotten more sedentary, we don't have those opportunities to do those types of exercises. And if we don't make a conscious effort to do the exercise, our bodies are going to waste away. We aren't going to have the muscle tone that it takes and the uh, physical stamina that it takes just to raise children or to do certain things. You know, we just need a certain level of health and fitness just so that we can be beneficial to the kingdom of God. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we've, me and Ella have joked on the podcast before about our bodies being like vehicles and being like cars. And I think I said before, I don't need to be a Lamborghini. I need to be a minivan. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. <laughs> we were talking yeah. about, you know, the Lamborghini is the fitness model, model who has the quote unquote perfect body. But what's more helpful? The minivan that can haul the tables and chairs in the back and, you know, do the work. And I think like you were saying, that is what we should be doing as Christians because our body is a temple. And looking at it is, okay, I'm going to do this because it's going to benefit my my body and therefore I can benefit um, the kingdom of God. So say Christians are like, you know what, I'm all on board. I think this is something I definitely want to start doing, but I've, I've never done this. I've never worked out before. I I just don't know where to start. So what would you say to that Christian out there that is ready and willing to start this journey, just doesn't know what to do and where to start? Well, I think the first thing we need to talk about is a mindset. Just what I've been talking to you about is kind of the mindset that you have to have when you come into health and fitness. If you have that mindset of, I need to look the part and I am worried about my looks, it's just not going to glorify God and you're, you're just doing it for all the wrong reasons. And so I think the first thing you have to go to is how do I get this mindset? And it is a continuous process because of, like Ella said, she could feel it when she was in the locker room. And it it just creeps back into you. Sometimes you walk into that gym and you see the girl next to you and you start comparing yourself to that person. So it is a mindset that we have to have. So if we can go to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Okay, so I mean, that's just kind of talking about going to God. And I know you girls have talked about this all the time and how we have to go to God. We have to go to God for everything. He cares about everything in our life, and he cares about our health and fitness. I've gone to God before with, I've lost something. I can't find something. He cares about everything. He cares about how many hairs are on your head. And so he cares about this area of your life. So if you can go to him and ask for that mindset, even maybe before each one of your workouts that you're asking him to help you glorify God in your workouts and in your food choices that you're making, because God wants to be there for you and he wants you to rely on him in everything that you do. Um, Let's go ahead and go to another verse, Matthew 7, chapter 7, verse 7. Matthew 7 verse 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Okay, so that verse is just going to tell us about God will provide. When we go and we ask him about this, um, he will provide. If we do the asking, he's going to do the answering. So I think, you know, just to continually rely on God in all the aspects of your life, um, from your health and fitness to other areas of your life. Let's go ahead and go to Hebrews 4, verses 15 and 16. Okay, this says, The high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. 
Yeah, beautiful. That's just another verse of God telling us that he's going to provide for us and he's going to take care of us when we um, need his help so that we can go and we can continue to ask for it because it's not a one-time ask. It's going to be a continuous ask every time um, you set foot either in the gym or you're setting foot at home or you're trying to get your butt off the couch or you're trying to pull yourself away from the whole bag of Doritos as well. And remember the verse that we talked about earlier where everything is permissible. So like when you do eat more than you should, or you have gone two or three days without exercising, or two or three months, or two or three years without exercising, don't beat yourself up on that. Because God is a loving and caring God, and he is going to care for you as well. Which kind of leads me into that next um, that next kind of train of thought. If we go to Psalms 139, so chapter 139, verses 13 and 14, I think this is a beautiful verse. Okay, so Psalms 139, verse 13 and 14 said, For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That is a beautiful verse. I had that written above one of my children's rooms, above their crib. It's just a wonderful kind of picture of God knows what he's doing. He carefully knitted you together. You are beautiful in his image. And you are beautiful no matter if you are a size 3, no matter if you're a size 43. You are beautifully made. And he is looking at the inside of you and not the outside. And I think... Um, as Christian women, especially, we always have so much doubt in this world and that we just need to remember that how beautifully made each one of um, his creations are. He doesn't make junk and we just need to strive to be the picture of the person that he wants us to be and continue to strive after him in all of our journeys. And that includes that fitness journey. And I think there's several verses like that in the Bible, but I think it's an affirmation that we as women need and men need as well, um, that we can put that on our mirror and we can look at that every day. And then we can say, oh, I am a beautiful image of God, um, no matter what I look like, because it is so tempting in this world to compare ourselves to others. And it is a trap that you can fall into, especially in the fitness world. So um, when we get our mindset right, then our health and fitness journey can be a beautiful journey and just a beautiful picture of who God wants us to be. And um, another thing that you can talk about is if we go to Matthew 25, it's going to be the parable of talents and how God kind of gives out different things to different people. And he gives out um, things that we can handle. So let's go ahead and instead of reading that whole it's, it's a whole parable, and you can read it on your own. It's in Matthew 25, and it's verses 14 through 30. But I think I'm just going to hit on the key verse, which is verse um, 23. Um, so verse 23 says, His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Okay, so this is kind of the parable where 
uh, it sometimes doesn't make sense to us because Jesus is handing out different um, things to different people, and we can't understand why God does that. But he's like, if you are going to be faithful in what you have, I'm going to give you more to do, and I'm going to give you more. And I think that's part of this. If we are going to be faithful in taking care of our bodies, he knows what our body can do, and we can do more for him in this kingdom as well. Um, it's kind of like using what God has given us for the sake of his kingdom. And um, being the best version of ourself is what it takes to do that. And that's what health and fitness is, is trying to be the best version of yourself, but having the mindset that really makes you the best version of yourself. Kind of, it makes me think of the podcast and it's like, well, we have a voice and we've got the word of God and a passion here. So what are we going to do with it? And that's kind of what stemmed this all. Right. And I, I really liked how earlier you mentioned like, this is to be the best version that God made you to be and not the best version of what society thinks because I don't know where I heard this or learned this or whatever, but going back in history, like the standard of beauty, what a beautiful woman looked like physically has changed dramatically throughout the years because it's always it's always changing. It's never the same. And so I think just keeping in mind, like our beauty comes from being what God wants us to be and that's that's all there is to it absolutely and you're right that the society tells us what is beautiful and it really is worldly you know of what is beautiful I sometimes if you really stop and think about it what the world tells us is beautiful and healthy might be the most unhealthy person out there the super skinny model. Just put that in your your mind and you think she's the epitome of health. The world tells us she is the epitome of health. She may be starving herself to death. She may be throwing up everything that she puts in her body. Her everything is out of whack. The world tells us that is healthy. We have to look at what is healthy for us. And that is different for every single person. It's not trying to achieve a number on a scale. It's not trying to achieve the certain size clothes. God has made each one of us a little bit different but again we are wonderfully made and we just have to remember that in our minds then then you know do the best version of ourselves Mm -hmm. that we can be so you keep throwing out you know you're not a number on the scale you're not these things but I know people out there and we've even heard of people on Instagram who they are stuck in this trap they are saying you know what I'm trying not to worry about the number on the scale but it comes back and it haunts me And what would be the first thing that you would say to them right off the bat? I think that the mindset, again, is going back to God and it's going back and asking him for the help. And it's going back to ask him not only for the help to to make your healthy choices, just going back to the mindset that he will give you that you're okay with who you are. And knowing that you're okay and that we all have self-esteem issues and we all want to be liked by people and we all want to fit into society. And is that wrong? I don't know if I necessarily call that wrong. We as Christians have to fit into the world enough that people are going to want to look at us. To I don't want to say want to be like us is the wrong way, but if we are so far out there that people can't even approach us, we aren't going to do anything for the kingdom. Yeah, it's just really important to keep in mind like we're living in this world but we're not fully a part of this world so like you said like we need people to want to talk to us because otherwise 
nobody's going to hear about the good news of the gospel. So absolutely. Absolutely. And that's taking care of yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our really, really big questions that we had asked multiple times on our Instagram page when we were going through and asking people questions that they wanted to hear um, was what should Christians wear when working out? And I understand that this could be a very controversial topic and could go many different ways. Um, but what's your opinion on that? Like what is acceptable, I guess, as a Christian to wear? Well, I think the first thing you need to do, and I've said it already, is to check your heart. Check your heart for what you want to wear. You know, are you wearing something so that someone's heads turn and look at you? Obviously, I would think that was wrong. I'm not a big legalistic person, and I'm going to say your shorts need to go down to your mid-thigh length. Um, I don't think we can do rules about that, and I think that's where you would get into controversy as well. But if you check your heart... And why are you wearing what you want to wear? And, you know, what you wear in your basement when you're working out is probably going to be different than what you wear to the gym when you're working out. You obviously need to be comfortable. You obviously need to be able to move in those clothes that you are wearing. But um, to have a certain set of rules that you have to follow, I think, is wrong. But if you're going out to the gym to try to impress someone that's beside you, you're wearing the wrong clothes. But you do need to wear something that you can sweat in. I don't know if that answers the questions out there. And is there a right and wrong answer for everybody can kind of make that decision for themselves of what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate. Um, And you don't want people to, you want people to be able to, you know, know that you're not trying to show off. Mm -hmm. I think like you were saying earlier about being um, in the world, but not of the world. And you can do that and model that as a Christian and working out because I see a lot on Instagram of these people who are working out just to post it on Instagram and are working out in their matching workout set just to post it on Instagram and to get the cute, the cute picture. But when you're coming to the gym of, Hey, I'm here to better myself and I'm here to honor the temple and the body that God has created me to be. And it's not, Hey, I'm going to show this. I'm going to flaunt this off. But I really think that if you come into the gym with a mindset of that, that it will be noticeable to other people. And I think they will notice that, that character in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a good way to put it. A good line to draw is just what reasons are you wearing these clothes for? Right. So. Right? Absolutely. I think that's a great, you know, a great thing to be brought up to the whole social media thing is so huge of people posting things and What are you posting them for? Are you posting them so people are going to think you're cool that you went for a run this morning? Are you posting them because you want people to look at your body and you're going to make sure you're just angled just right so you look really good? Um, Check your heart. Check your heart and why you're doing what you're doing. It's so easy for you, that heart, to get out of line. And that is that sinful nature that we all have. And it sneaks into everything. It sometimes is... Sometimes the world doesn't even see it as sin. And sometimes you might not be aware that it's sin until you've checked that heart and you've asked God and he will slowly expose those types of things to you. Yeah. Mom's always joked with us before in our family. She said, I don't ever want to he- ever want to hear about someone's workout on Facebook unless you fell off your treadmill and hit your face and hit the wall. <laughs> and there you go. There's the model to live by people. Don't yes. post about your workout unless you fall off the treadmill and hit your when- face. One time I did fall off the treadmill and hit my head. I was I was little. My mom was running on the treadmill and I like walked up behind her and stepped on the treadmill and then I fell off and 
<laughs> hit my head. So I wasn't working out, but it did, it it did happen. It can happen. I'm sure it can happen. <laughs> and those are the posts I want to see because they'd be kind of funny. <laughs> but most of the time when people are posting on Instagram about a workout, it is probably for the wrong reasons. Now, I'm not saying you could never do that. If you're trying to, you know, you and a group of, of friends are getting together and you want to use your, your Facebook account or you know, a certain social media account to keep yourself accountable and things like that. It's not always wrong, but it just depends on the reason that Mm -hmm. you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, this is kind of a side note, but with the whole Instagram thing, there's a big trend right now with like acceptance of all bodies or like recognize real bodies, like that sort of thing. And so like people will be posting workouts or their body or whatever but they're like, this is what a real body looks like, you know, like showing off the rolls and whatever. And so like, it really goes both ways, like the ultra fitness Instagram model. And then the other side of the I, I don't want to say like, they're not fit, because everybody's body is different. But I mean, there's just a wide variety and just kind of a new trend with how we view Instagram workouts and bodies. And really that's bringing attention to them. That's what they want. Whether they're super fit or not super fit, they're trying to say, oh, this kind of body's okay too. But again, they're bringing attention to them. What should be our goal in life is to bring attention to God. Mm. And everything we should do should be to glorify him. And that is so hard, but that's why sin is so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it just in our pride episode that we just did of, you know, what's the point of my life? Well, the point of your life is to bring glory and honor and praise to God. And when you're trying to bring glory and honor and praise to yourself, that in a sense is pride because you are putting yourself in the center. But what would you say to that person's like, okay, you know, I'm acknowledging that I'm at the center at some points and I really want to get rid of that and I want to glorify God through my health and fitness. So how can we do that? How can we glorify God in our health and fitness? Well, it's always, it's like a broken record going back to why you're doing it. It's going back to that mindset of I'm doing this because I want to get healthier. I want to feel better. And maybe it's even, I want the self-confidence that I can go out and I can talk to people about Christ. If you are that introvert person who cannot go out because their self-esteem is so down. I think it really is a mindset first because if you change your body and your mindset doesn't change, I don't think it's going to completely change everything. So I mean, obviously changing your body helps a little bit with that self-confidence, but if your self-confidence is coming from your body, you probably, something else is going to fester up and cause issues in your life as well. But it can give you the confidence that you need that you can go out there and you can live your life for Christ and in a glorifying way as well. And so it's just taking those small steps and you can look absolutely everywhere for fitness advice. Um, And everybody's fitness journey is different. You have to find out what works for you. Some people like to go to the gym and going to the gym is great. You can meet people. You might even be able to make a relationship at the gym that you end up leading someone to Christ. But at the same time, if that gym puts you over the edge and you keep looking at the girl next to you 
and you have to keep up with them, the gym's not the place for you. And the place for you is to get that podcast in your ears and get out on the road and start walking by yourself. And that might be your time that you put in that praise music or that podcast, and it's your setaway time that you can also worship God that way as well. But each person's fitness journey, maybe you're a a sports person and you need to go find a racquetball court to to get your exercise from because you just love competition. And that's another great way that you can meet people and do things. But it's you can use your health and fitness to, you know, create those relationships that glorify him as well. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about it, but do Christians need to work out? Well, everything is permissible to God. That goes back to that same verse. What if you were a mail carrier and you walked all day long for your job? Do you really need to work out? Probably not. You've already got your exercise for the day. You know, if your job is a physically demanding job, you probably don't need to work out. Sometimes I think about that at work. Like, I'm walking up and down the halls all day. An alarm goes off and I go running down the hall, like lifting people. So sometimes I'm like, hmm, I only do two miles today. Like, I made up for the other two at work. (laughs) And I think you're probably right on that to some degree. Yeah. Now, maybe you need to keep your strength up so that you can do all that right, lifting. Right. I don't know. I mean, that's why it's a personal journey for everybody of what your body needs because everybody's body, you know, your daily lives are different. So what you need to do to work out might be completely different. But it's also keeping you healthy and strong. Like, you know, as you get older and you have grandkids or you're a mom, you got to keep your back strong to carry your child or your baby or, you know, that type of thing too. It's just everybody's journey looks completely different and you have to make sure you don't get sucked into the, what the world's telling you. Cause whenever you go to get your fitness advice from the internet, you're going to get stronger, fitter, more beautiful is the reason behind it and if you can you know stay clear from that well now the big thing too is cutting carbs or like cutting out certain (laughs) things in your diet just because it's oh you know and that's you don't need this yeah and that's why I think I had you read that verse about everything is permissible I mean the minute you start taking away well maybe you guys aren't like that but the minute you tell me I can't have something what do I want I want what I can't have. So I I don't think, you know, God obviously doesn't think you can't eat a carbs ever, you know, but what's right for you? You got to find out what's right for you. There's no magic bullet. There's no magic pill that you can take that this is the one plan that works every single time. God made us each all so different in what we like and what we don't like. And you have to find that plan and And that's the hard part is to find that plan. But it's little steps, little tiny steps. And again, you're not trying to achieve perfection. So when you're not trying to perceive perfection, it's a lot easier Mm because you don't have to find, oh, I didn't quite get to the size I wanted to get. You know, what is healthy for you? You know, it's probably not stick skinny. So if you're trying to get that way, you're probably have the wrong mindset. Mm -hmm. You need to find your point and it's different for each person of of where their healthy body is at. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we covered a lot of really great topics today. A lot of questions. I know I learned a lot. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to add? Any other comments you want to throw out there for our listeners? 
you know what, if this is a topic that you guys are really interested on and you have other questions and maybe you go into more specifics, I would definitely come back again if people threw out those questions and you can talk about more specifics out there. Um, I would be definitely willing to, to do that if this is the direction your listeners are feeling they need some direction on. Mm-hmm. There you go, people. If you like it, hit us up and we'll give you another one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, alrighty. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Jill. Um, I'm sure all of our listeners learned a lot. Um, I know I did. And yeah, we're just really thankful that you could join us today. And it's it's nice to kind of change it up. Like, I don't know, I feel like fitness isn't a topic we'd normally talk about on here. So it's kind of a fun fun change. Mm -hmm. Definitely agree. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and leave us a review um, on Apple Podcasts. That would really help us out. Um, Have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect, and we ask our supporters to always fact-check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.